This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland. Good Monday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The Government Accountability Office has published a new report outlining potential savings in the federal crop insurance program. GAO, the investigative arm of Congress, says lawmakers could save $15 million per year by reducing premium crop insurance subsidies for farmers with adjusted gross incomes above $900,000. The report says the change reduces crop insurance companies' rate of return on the program in line with market conditions. According to GAO, 1% of the total program participants accounted for 22% of the premium subsidies in 2022. The report was requested by two Senate Agriculture Committee Democrats, Kirsten Gillibrand of New York and Cory Booker of New Jersey. The newly released report could influence the discussion around crop insurance as lawmakers look to pass a new farm bill in 2024. Philip Brasher dives deeper into the specifics in his story on agripulse.com. A farm industry leader says the 2018 farm bill is not adequately supporting farmers dealing with higher input costs. Todd Van Hoos is the president and CEO of the Farm Credit Council. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Open Mic, Van Hoos says input costs have remained stubbornly high across the industry. Prices are down in the last quarter, and the hog industry in particular is hard hit right now. And, and even for those who are currently profitable, those profit margins are getting squeezed by the input costs. And so I don't know that we see a massive shift in that basic economics, uh, certainly the, the, for, for a bit here. You know, our expectation is we're going to see input costs remain high. We're going to see profits get squeezed in agriculture. Van Hoos says changes to reference prices in the farm bill are needed to reflect the current ag economy. Are the rules of the 18 bill okay for the next five years? And I think everybody believes that we're going to have to see some change on that. But again, you know, if you talk to folks on the Hill, the question is, where do we get, it's going to cost more, where are we going to get that money? Van Hoos also discusses a farm bill extension and other Capitol Hill issues in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. The Department of Agriculture is seeking input from aquaculture producers for the 2023 census of aquaculture. Starting December 18th, the department will mail the census to all producers who indicated in their 2022 Census of Agriculture that they produce and sell aquaculture products. The deadline to respond is January 15th. The news comes as USDA says it plans to release the results of the 2022 Ag Census on February 13th. Lance Honing is with USDA's National Agriculture Statistics Service as the acting chair of the Agricultural Statistics Board. He says there was a good response rate for this year's census. We had about 61-62% response um, to the census. We'll get final numbers on that by the time everything's released in February, but I would expect it'll remain very close to that. And of course that's, you know, again when you're starting with a total closer to 3 million in terms of the forms you send out, that's still a lot. Honing says the data from the census will help lawmakers make decisions that could impact farmers. It's going to feed into all the decisions that get made. That means things like policy. You know, we talk about the Farm Bill right now with the discussions going on there. Good information helps them make good decisions when they're writing a new Farm Bill. 
If you look at the various programs that are out there to support the American farmer, they need to have good information to not only stand up those programs, but to administer. NAS has created the online respondent portal to make the survey process more convenient for producers. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peichel.